from the West Coast to the East Coast, from Waters World to the galaxy of entertainment that is the Loftus Party. Welcome to the show. You, maybe this is the first time you've heard. Maybe you're just tuning in for the first time because you saw me in prime time last night with Jesse Waters. Here's how it goes. My name's Michael. Uh, I'm on one end of the line. On the other end of the line, we got the Liberty Gimlet. Are you there, Hello? Gimlet? I'm she's here. a gypsy. She's lived everywhere. She's constantly moving her locations, not in fear of her own safety, but just because well, it's that. Now. <laughs> it's that gypsy lifestyle. Okay, so here's what we do. I've adapted. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> You've lived everywhere. You're constantly adapting. So we we're gonna uh, be breaking down some of the big news stories, breaking down some of the pop culture stuff. We usually do that towards the end, but I gotta I gotta chime in on the Mandalorian. I watched the a second lot of episode. Pop on that. Listen, people need it to be. I don't want to get too big into a Mandalorian right now, but uh, the Star Wars, the Star Wars fans need something to hang their hat on, uh, and they're right. they're. It looks like they're going to hang it on the Mandalorian. Well, so I have a specific question about the Mandalorian for you. I will answer that puppy later. That's our little sci-fi tease right there. Mm-hmm. We got. I did a video yesterday uh, about the Jeffrey Epstein meme. Instantly demonetized by YouTube. Instantly. No yeah. Well, here's here's what's going on. Because well, uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Well, that's that's the whole thing. And, and I'm like, oh, this is a very clever because people are actually now selling a sweatshirt. You can buy it that has like Jeffrey Epstein and a bunch of Christmas lights and he's wearing a little Santa hat and it says, what do Christmas lights and Jeffrey Epstein have in common? They both won't hang themselves. So, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. so you I can, haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, it's a classic. And now it's a holiday oh, classic. And it's I'm a like, holiday classic. Oh my God. Like as a civilization, we're just like, wow. Right? It's pretty that's that's some dark humor. That's some dark humor. That's like got, the that's like Fargo level dark. It is, but it's got so much traction. I remember seeing the meme days ago that now someone is like, I bet I could sell that on, on a holiday sweater. And they're trying. So here's here's what I did. I wanted to kind of, in a in a humorous way, cut through the BS because you hear a lot of craziness out there about Epstein. So I just like I wanted to do a thing about what do what what do we know is true about this? And it was a little concerning. It was a little concerning. Like, uh, did two security cameras air quote malfunction the night Ep- Epstein died? Yeah, Apparently, yeah. yeah. Both of them malfunctioned. Then you got, did two guards uh, fall asleep for like hours and hours when they were supposed to be watching him? Yeah. So that's yeah. the story they're rolling with. Yep. Now, uh, when you hang yourself, I guess you break a little hunk of cartilage. Uh, oh, they the call it a bone. bone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Epstein had. You may. You may not. Epstein had three breaks. Three of yeah. them. So that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. Now, that Dr. Michael Bodden, who did the autopsy for the family, he also requested they wanted to scrape underneath Epstein's fingernails to see if he fought off an attacker. And they also wanted the sheets 
uh, from his bed to see if, like, you know, the sheets he hung himself with, I guess, to see if maybe someone else was in there who helped him. So the the New York uh, office, the the whoever runs the 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 jail is like, no, you won't be getting that DNA. Why not? Why not? So I found that to be creepy. And then uh, the other made the news either, because that would make everybody go, what? Exactly. This is what I found fascinating by it. And then uh, the other thing that I found fascinating, and this just happened two days ago during the impeachment testimony, uh, that that sham trial thing, uh, the, the, the feds came in and they want these two guards to take a plea deal just sign this plea deal saying it was your fault and this whole thing goes away. The guards are refusing to sign. Uh-oh. I know. Th- Does so that that's mean they're wh- going to be disappeared? <laughs> that's, that's how I close that's, up. That's, that's the other theory I came up with today. Everybody my, tighten your tinfoil hat. My closing joke in this whole thing was somebody out there knows what's happened and they know the truth about Epstein. Don't tell me. I don't like, want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I feel good. I'm not suicidal. I've been to the doctor. I'm at no <laughs> risk of a heart attack. I want to I... publicly. So YouTube instantly demonetized it. I'm, I'm sure like Jeffrey Epstein probably is the catchphrase. Just like oh, if you I'm say sure too, President but... Trump. So I'm, you, know I'm what... feel... you know what else is a catchphrase? To get demonetized what? Eric Taramella. Oh, but yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that'll get you banned. And here's my question: That's the alleged whistleblower for all yeah, of our well, a whistleblower. Listeners. I'm not Eric even going to say alleged. Taramella. Go ahead and sue me. I read it in the newspaper. Try. Where are you going to send the subpoena? You don't know. She's constantly on the move. She might. She might. I be am in now. Be in Chicago. I am so, now. Because I outed everybody. And so I actually tweeted, I actually tweeted my, I'm healthy, I want to live, and I'm very happy. Isn't that funny? That that's like a standard, that it's like standard operating procedure. Yeah. You do it as a joke, but like, I don't want to be like Andrew Breitbart, his sudden heart attack. In a couple days, I'm going to release the most groundbreaking, shocking, this is going to blow the lid off modern politics, sudden heart attack. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't want to be heart attacked. I don't want to be suicided. I don't want to be Vince Fostered. I don't want to be Epstein. Before I started doing all this, I re-upped my VPN. My IP is in a foreign nation. That's great. On my phone and my computer. And then I I bought security cameras. And then I started publishing what I had found. That's good. Because I'm not at all paranoid. But here's no. the thing about Eric Taramella. I want proof of life. I think they offed him. Really? This is a stunning revelation. He's been disappeared from the internet. I have no proof of this. He's been disappeared from the internet, but he has been involved in everything all the way to back to being on emails with Alexandra freaking Chalupa. These names, these names, like Alexandra Chalupa sounds like a Taco Bell thing. It is a Taco Bell thing. And then Eric Caramello sounds like a flavor of ice cream you would get. 
They need. I, I don't know, but all I know is he he goes way back in to all of the 2016 election irregularities, including being on emails about money floating to to Soros NGOs and everything else. Okay. That's- it seems like it seems like that's why Adam Schiff would would not want him to testify. Not that's want why, him to testify. Maybe never want him to speak again. I think at some point they'll need him. He might be a, in like okay. a safe house in Vermont. I he think might... Donald Trump should put him in a safe house. It's like Donald uh, Trump wants that guy to testify. Uh, I, I they we all do. I want to say guys. I just want but the dude like, to read his resume. Just read his, his resume. His, so who were his, you working for in 2016? Who uh, in, in 2015? And where were you at in Ukraine and all that stuff? I know, but his testimony will actually help Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump should put him in protective custody. The only problem is I don't know under what agency. It's like, uh, like who's going to keep somebody who might help Donald Trump safe? The FBI? Uh, the CIA? Like... <laughs> Like, who, who's going to do it? It's, it's at a point where you can't trust anybody. No, you can't. It's, uh, it's, uh, who was the guy who famously said it? If there's ever a coup in the United States, it'll be the CIA that would have done it. This is like a conspiracy theory show, and I don't care. I don't care. because Bye, tinfoil. We're all going to need a hat. And it's what's you know what's hilarious about the word conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory is a phrase that was invented by the CIA to discredit <laughs> journalists who were looking into the CIA. It's like perfect. I did not know that. Yes, that's great. Yes, the word conspiracy theory comes from a CIA think tank to discredit people. Nice. It's their classic. It's uh, it's the Cheryl Atkinson. Uh, tactic mm-hmm. is that yeah, well you, random you, trivia comes back and brings everything full circle <laughs> it does but what they do is they the, the government and now uh well it's, it's especially the government they slow play everything they slow play everything it takes years and years and cheryl Axon is trying to she's been using the freedom of information act to try to get her file from the fbi give it to her for years and years and years and years and now, you know, what what the standard operating procedure is, you slow play everything. And then years later, when you when you're so dug in and you keep saying, give me the truth, give me the truth. They go, wow, are you still talking about that? Yikes. It must be sad and lonely to be you. You're like just a conspiracy theory nut job. So it's a tactic. And sometimes you do have to dig in. I'm a I'm do you I'm, realize the people no. that are like requesting FOIAs are getting more information about everything that went on with Russia collusion, the State Department, and everything else than those same executive agencies will give our own Congress? No, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. All the documents that came out about the Hunter Biden crew contacting the State Department, that was through a FOIA that John Solomon and a and a, and a group like Judicial Watch, but it's not them, and I'm sorry, I don't remember the name they filed a FOIA for that information when he started reporting stuff that information all came back through him a lot of stuff the epic times publishes or the federalist publishes or those people that comes from judicial watch FOIAs the same uh... documents that congressional committees have requested 
related to all this? The the stuff that the Judicial Watch does and other places, I, I really, you wonder, like, why can't that get more traction? Like, why? And I guess it is just... They don't want it to get traction. Indeed. And it almost seems, like, too bombastic. You almost, like, here's, here's this is a great example. When I was doing uh, my Jeffrey Epstein thing, like, <laughs> I I really thought... I, I'm telling you the truth here. There's like a, a, a there was a tweet going around, a meme going around that Jeffrey Epstein had a picture of Bill Clinton painted, where Bill's sitting in a chair wearing a blue dress, just yeah. like the dress. And I I swear to God, I thought there's no way, there's no way. Oh, no, it was that, confirmed. Yes, uh-huh. yes, that that's true. And it's like, wow, I consider myself to be, like, relatively smart. Like, I can drive a car and I can read (laughs) and stuff. But, like, I legitimately thought there's no way that's true. There's no way. And then I look it up and, like, yup, yup, it is true. And and then you go into – there was an article written in the New York Times Uh uh, a a long time ago just about Jeffrey Epstein's house and how bizarre, like, his place in New York, and, like, mm-hmm. the bizarre way it was decorated. So, like, so like that's just kind of out there. for a dollar? Yeah. And yeah. then it's, so it's like this Judicial Watch stuff. It, it, they seem to have, like, these incredible, like, smoking guns and insights and all this stuff. And you're like, it must just be, like, the mainstream media who's like, eh, nah, nah, like, like, well, like, the Jeffrey Epstein thing, like, with when ABC, just like, nah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we just, we just won't pursue that story. Like, I, I, I want to help out uh, the, the, the the judicial watches of the world. I, I, I really do. I, well, I think and I mean, what they're doing to John stuff, Solomon is just disgusting. What are they doing to John Solomon? Oh, they're trying to... Trash him as some tinfoil hat wearing lying conspiracy theorist. So if if you take a look at, at one thing he wrote, he interviewed not the prosecutor general that Biden had fired, but his replacement, the guy who was supposed to be good, right? Yeah. Shokin and Lutsenko, those are their two names, Lutsenko being the second one, all say that they both say the same stuff about what happened. They were not political allies. They were not even friends. But they all say the same stuff about what happened. And one of the things Lutsenko said is that Marie Yovanovitch, or however you say her name. Yovanovitch. Yovanovitch, whatever. The the HR meeting we all watched on Friday, whatever. Um, (laughs) So he said she gave him a do not prosecute list. Yes. And he said it in a video interview with John Solomon. All of a sudden, a couple months later, right, you hear, oh, he, re- he retracted that. He retracted that. And so, like, if you go and you look, you see, some, you see all kinds of headlines in the U.S. that he, he took it back. And then you finally get to a paper in Ukraine that says, he, it, that says when you <laughs> translate it to English, that he retracted it. But when you actually read the article... What he said was, she said the names to him, and he wrote them down. She gave him a list. She just didn't hand it to him on a piece of paper. <laughs> okay? 
it and was then an you oral. read the entire you read the entire interview that that article originated from in a paper called The Battle. All right, it goes through everything, everything. All you got to do is hit Google Translate if you're just remotely curious, and we have no curious journalists at CNN, NBC, MSNBC, ABC, CBS. None of them. Not a single curious person. No, and, None. and, and it's and it's shocking. It's uh, it's shocking that there's like they're 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 not even they're not even pretending to be curious. Not even pretending. They, they just the longer this goes on, the longer you know the, the Russia, Russia, Russia thing went on, and now with the impeachment inquiry and all that stuff, they it's just so uh, just beyond obvious, beyond the nose on your own face that the majority of the media is just in lockstep with the the Democrat Party. You can ask anyone in my life, anyone in my life who's known me for the last 15 years, okay? When I started to get political in 2008, because I knew who mm -hmm. Barack Obama was, right? Yes. Before that, I just voted like everybody and, you know, did what I did and whatever, right? I got political. Yes. I did not want that guy to be elected um, because he's not a good person. And when somebody says they're going to fundamentally change America, I have a problem. And he meant it. He did, but now he's walking it back because his next generation is actually saying, we're going to fundamentally change America in some pretty specific ways, and now he's freaking out. Because um, they're going too far too fast. He his, said the yeah. quiet part out loud. Yep. But anyway, so in 2000, like, I didn't watch Fox News. I thought Glenn Beck was a nutbag, okay? Yeah. My parents were all, like, watching and had the blaze and the whole nine thing. I just did my own libertarian thing, right? <laughs> yep. So fast forward to 2019. Ukraine comes up. Stacy says to herself, I could find it on a map, but I don't know a lot about it other than it used to be part of the Soviet Union, right? Yes. So I start doing some research. I can tell you more about Ukraine now than probably 90% of the country. Um, however, I did my own research into what went on in Ukraine before 2016, um, and ended up in other places back to 2009 and Hillary Clinton's State Department and all the way back to 2008 and a policy developed by George Bush's State Department. Okay. Where's this going? Where's this going? I put it all in a huge tweet thread, like 25, well, I put 10% of it in a, in a tweet thread that explained some of it, but a dude named, named Alec Ross played a starring role. So now Glenn Beck has done his own research. I tweeted this the day before, or the morning of his Wednesday special. I watched his Wednesday special. I found all the same stuff he did. I've been totally wrong about him for a decade. <laughs> You owe Glenn Beck an apology. I owe Glenn Beck a huge apology. It's that's it's always a, a weird, uh, I and I shouldn't do say research this. Search for him for free. Like <laughs> Glenn just kind of went a little bit too big and a little bit too theatrical, and I think he had to dial it back a, a little bit. But like it, it's it's. It, 
uh, and I'm I'm struggling to make a comparison here because I don't I don't want to like, but like there's a there's a lot of truth there. It's not like it's not like Glenn Beck is just like I'm gonna pull this out of thin air. Like he always cites references and stuff. That was always the creepy thing. Not creepy, but it was like strangely disturbing. I guess is better. Back when he had his Fox show and he started doing the the chalkboard, he's like, and in I this love the book, chalkboard. I know, but he'll always go in this book on page two. It specifically says this, and then he draws a line, and then you're like, oh, oh, it's like it's like oh. being in an in an X Files. You're like in we're all uh, Scully in in the X Files, and Glenn Beck is Mulder. <laughs> I know, but I then, went back. So when I was researching all the climate nuts, right, and well, the funding uh, yeah. and all of that after Sunset and Greta popped up the first time, and I did all that research, and I wrote eight to ten articles about it, and I can tell you where they all come from. I ended up watching his chalkboard about George Soros. I'm like, holy shit, that's 100% accurate. And it's like, and it's from ten thing. years ago. With with George Soros, he's like the he's like the boogeyman. He's like uh, you know like a a vampire or something. But you gotta say you know the guy's got a lot of money, and I'm sure he funds stuff all over the place. So in a Dude, in a weird way, I think we were funding his NGO in Ukraine that protested the first prosecutor general, the second prosecutor general that did all like. All the training and all the stuff about how to use social media, how to make a viral video, how to get 10,000 people out of their houses to come down to Maidan Square. We taught Ukrainian students and NGOs that in a project called Tech Camps that were developed by a dude named Alec Ross who says it's all about the dissemination of information in order to acquire power. He worked for Hillary Clinton's State Department. We started the protests in Ukraine. We started them in Syria. We started them in Somalia. We started them in Tunisia. We started them in Iran. We started the Arab Spring. And now we're doing it in Moldavia and Chile. Hopefully we don't do it in Wakanda. We're going to do it. <laughs> we're actually, they're actually trying to do it in this country. It, oh. one, of the main, one of the main features is a leaderless protest group. What is Antifa? Dun, 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 dun. Yep. Yeah. What is Occupy? There's a, a leaderless movement. What is Black Lives Matter? One. A leaderless movement. What is Extinction Rebellion? A leaderless movement. And you know what? And it's like they're all doomed to fail. Like that's what Occupy Wall Street needed was a leader. Like what specifically do you want to change? You can't just sit there and be upset all the time. And like, you know, with... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this too about Black Lives Matter and these bizarre leaderless movements. Like, what is it that, like, with Black Lives Matter, and, and I've, I've done videos about this, and and you know, Colin Kaepernick and the like. So, it, it, let's get all the cops, you know, video cameras. Just do it. Like, it, this seems like the biggest, easiest, solve, most solvable problem ever on the history. Well, not in the but history of planet Earth, but it seems. All of these movements are like a borderline on coke. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Wait, that's not what I wanted. 
Well, I would I would make I the argument I would make the argument that it's not about finding a solution. No, it's, it's not. It's about just keeping the unrest going, keeping the unrest going. Look at how upset these people are. And it's and, the most important thing that these guys are upset now. And what I mean, you can do a through line. These groups aren't destined to fail. They just rebrand. So you can do a through line from I forget the animal rights one that was before Acorn, and then Acorn turned into Occupy, and then Occupy splintered into Black Lives Matter and the Resistance, and now Occupy is actually rebranded as Extinction Rebellion. So they don't they don't go away and fall apart; they just rebrand. It, it well, yeah, and, and that because is, they actually it's, it's got to be constant. You need that constant, constant, right. constant, constant pressure, constant pressure, but. What's interesting when it happens in these other smaller countries that are not quite so geographically diverse or maybe cynical as yeah. the United, United States, right? Cynical and kind of independent-minded for the most part. When you look at what happens in these other countries, right, all of a sudden when they're successful and the current leader runs away or whatever aim they were trying to do happens, the new leader emerges from those protest groups. We actually have Samantha Power and Gregory Pyatt on video talking about who would be the interim prime minister to replace Yankovic, right? Yeah. And that's the dude that did it, and he came out of the protest movement. Isn't that miraculous? Isn't that miraculous? miraculous. That they go, oh, here's the person that we would support. Oh, wow, you're running. What, wow. what an odd thing. Maybe we could give you some money. That's crazy because we were just talking about how awesome you were. Well, and while we were talking about it, we said F the EU because he wasn't the guy that EU wanted. Yeah. Well, it's uh, I, I, th- I think this is what we got. We got to like prioritize like Ukraine is jacked up. I'm happy that Trump gave him some weapons like somebody made the yeah. joke. Somebody made the joke the other day on Fox News that like Obama, Obama was like the my pillow guy for the Ukraine. Yeah, he gave oh, he them blankets did. and MREs. Yeah, and yeah. like Trump is actually giving them the tools to fight back. So that the, the, that all is just uh, it seems to be just ridiculous to me. The whole impeachment inquiry is just ridiculous, and the and the lack of uh, of anyone being like, wow. Well, I wonder if what Hunter Biden did was shady. I wonder if that was, hmm, I wonder if there is any truth to that. The Times wrote that in 2015. They just won't write it now. Yes, yes. (laughs) So it's, uh, it's, it it ain't good. I have a question. Yes, I have an answer. I would like Adam Schiff to answer. Okay, that might be problematic. We don't have him on the show today. Yeah, I know, and they can't put him on the stand, so I can't have Jim Jordan do it, but whatever. What I would like to know is why are you just, like, balls to the wall, so concerned about aid to Ukraine now, and you said not crap when Obama was president? Oh, wait, I know why. Here's your donor, who's a Ukrainian-American, who made a boatload in Pentagon contracts, when all they could have is cameras to see what the Russians were doing instead of bombs. Well, there's there's that. There's that. And he's been oh. looking for anything uh, to get Trump on. He was just in uh, I, I, yesterday. Uh, Adam Schiff was giving a speech, a big uh, Democrat meeting, and he was the keynote speaker. 
Uh, and, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing. And he's like, uh, two years ago, I asked you to resist. Two years ago, I asked you to join me in our fight against this president. And soon we will send him back to his golden throne. And it's like, wow. So you're admitting it. You're just saying, like, you've been you've been calling on people to resist and do anything they can. And now finally, so it is. He's just been, it's just the entire thing is a witch hunt. You, I mean, like, Trump imagine. called it, Trump called it years ago. You imagine. What is going to happen? He wins in 2020. If Trump, if Trump wins in 2020, yes. I, I tell you, there's there's Buy times. guns and ammo. Buy guns and ammo. <laughs> That's the best I got for you. It's uh, I I don't know. Some days I'm very very optimistic, and I think because the economy is doing so well. Oh no, economy, I believe he has a good chance. I really do. But imagine their reaction. How did, uh, oh, their reaction. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, there, there, there may be some sporadic rioting in the streets. Uh, however, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the cl- cloudy the future is. Hard to see. I can't, I can Look imagine Look at how bad anything. they lost their crap the last time. I don't know if, uh, and this is, this is just pessimistic me here. Uh, in light of some recent events, I don't know if Trump can win in 2020. I, wow. I really, I just don't know. Uh, seeing what happened in these latest two governors' races, uh, I think yeah, that you can't, you can't look at Kentucky like that. Bevin had a 30 percent approval rating because of Bevin. It had nothing to do with Trump. He was a very unpopular governor. He cut spending like he gutted the budget in Kentucky because it had to be done. And yeah. every other state level office down the line was Republican. That was about Bevin, not about Trump. He actually went up in the polls and became competitive after Trump endorsed him. Okay, so this is good. I like this conversation. So Louisiana, what happened down there? Louisiana, the incumbent won. The incumbent won. Incumbents always have an advantage and Louisiana has one really big city called New Orleans, which is always Democrat. So depending on turnout in an off year, off month runoff election. Yeah. Like if you look at if you look at the statistics between Election Day and runoffs, like you don't even get half the voters. Yes. I, so, I mean, it's just, part of it is the way the way Louisiana runs its elections like California favors incumbents. Okay. Does that make <clears throat> so that sense? Makes me, that makes me feel a little bit better. I just, it, it comes back and like I have uh, respect. I have respect for Nancy Pelosi in terms of she she can organize people and she can get she can get votes and she can muscle and cajole. I have the same kind of respect uh, for Barack Obama in terms of he has an objective, and he will do anything, and yada yada yada. Including I'm worried lose about a thousand seats nationwide, which is fantastic. I know. He, fantastic. I'm just saying he sacrificed a lot lower down in the party to get a national agenda done and win a national election. Right, but yeah. he, listen, they, 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 Obamacare went through. Obamacare went through in the middle of the night. 
you know, Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. muscled it through, and that was that's all you had to do is just give people a little taste. Ooh, there's a taste. Everything could be so much better if you. So that was like phase, and I think that's why Obama saying "go slow, let's slow down, let's slow down," because slow and steady wins the race. He's thinking long term, and right now, and right now, I think it's just it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game, and the Republican Party, the conservative movement, we're not adding people. Like what's going? What Kanye's doing is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Is fantastic. However, you can't wrap yourself up in a big old blanket of Kanye because my man can do anything at any moment and you can't be shocked, right? Oh, like, yeah. No, no, no. So I, I'm, I'm they... still concerned with how do we add more people? I know how the Democrats add more people. I know it. And it's, it's happening as we speak. New Democrats are coming across the border <laughs> Much lower by numbers. the hour. At much lower numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, here's my thing. And where I take, hold on, there's 22, there's 22 million of them here. There's 22 million of them here and their kids will be Democrats is my, is, is my concern. Okay. So you have the wave that comes in. The democratic party says, welcome to America. We're going to make sure you get free, this free, that free, this free, that we're the Democrats. We love you. Okay. So that wave, that first wave of illegal immigrant cannot vote. But when they're kids, boom, you're a citizen because you grew up here and you're a dreamer and you're the most important person on the planet. Those kids, so it's just you just have to wait. And I think that's what Obama's doing is saying, hey, you guys, slow your roll on the far left stuff. We're still going to get there. But this big socialist communist party bus is not going to get there tomorrow. It's going to take a few more years. And that's the terrifying notion to me. That's the, the big thing about like like with China, you know, it's like they can wait years. They can it's a long term strategy. And it seems like the the conservative movement and the Republicans and everybody on the right is just we're just so knee jerk. We're like, oh, look at this, look at this shiny new thing. And it is outrageous when you look at it, like holy crap, that is outrageous. But the bigger picture to me, and this is why I'm doing the Freedom to Laugh show. Hey, we're coming to uh, Chicago on Sunday. That's a little plug for my own show. Freedom to Laugh, Chicago Improv. Like, I'm trying to add new people. It's the culture war. It's all that. It's like we need more. We need more people on our side. We need to add. You and I are both Gen X, right? Yes. Okay. The cool thing about us is we raised really cynical, selfish children. Kind of like ourselves. Um, <laughs> and they're not socialists. They're very fiscally conservative. Um, they're pretty socially conservative in a lot of ways. They have no desire to pay their older cousins college debt because they avoid debt like the plague. And the oldest ones are 24 and 12% of them have 401ks. I don't think they really believe we're going to be dead in 12 years. Well, I, I hope so. I want to keep those and if we can keep those numbers growing. If we can keep the Republican side libertine on social issues, right? Mm-hmm. Marry who you want, just don't expect me to applaud. If we if we can stay there on the tolerant side, right? Like do what you want. I'm gonna be over here doing what I want. Yes. I think yeah. Gen Z is gonna be on our side because like they're looking at millennials going, You want me to what? It's like I I, I did the responsible thing. You want me to what? (laughs) I'm sorry about your underwater lesbian dance degree, but no, 
<laughs> well, it's just it's constant. It's constant. And and like <laughs> like I did a video about like that that thinks there's this new underwear called Thinks, and they had this thing like, what if we all had periods? What if men had periods? And it was just so ridiculous. I made fun they of it. Can't. There's oh, a and the new other thing one. Did... There's a new one. A new one? From Sprite, which... Oh, like, I watched I... that. Shocking. Like, what are you doing? Like, why? What? It's just a head scratcher. Like, I have... Listen... If you're a guy, if you're a, if you're a dude and you want to go dress up in drag and and march in a parade, God bless you. Have a great day. It just really bugs me uh, when a soda company, Sprite, goes out of their way and spends millions of dollars and starts like like romanticizing this. Look at them. Oh, here's old, here's Granny helping Nobody's Junior grandma. put on a corset. Like what Nobody's you, what grandma you, would do that. Yes, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure that I'm sure you could find one. You could find two. It's such a small part of society. It barely needs mentioning. And then they have the dad. Oh, the old he looks like a, a Latino guy. The old Latino dad driving his son and his son's husband or maybe who knows if they're married. It's not gonna like, happen. I swear. Like, why? What is the upside to this? What is the upside? Oh, now we'll get drag queens to drink our soda. Finally. We'll oh, make millions more. It's just, it's so boring and tiresome. Here, here, did you ever read the book Nudge? No. I will not be nudged. Well, that is, it goes to it's, the, it's taking what I was just saying. Culture, entertainment news the whole nine yards and if you hear it enough time men can have a period biological men can be women no they can't i will not be nudged you can say it as many times as you want and there is nothing based in science or fact about what you're saying stop <laughs> it, it, it it's that i it's just i'm i'm almost i'm almost flabbergasted about it i'm like sputtering and stuttering over here i just don't see why uh, the Coca-Cola company would just, I mean, maybe they got that kind of money. Maybe they got that kind of money. But, like, how does that, how does that sell more soda? And, like, oh, we're trying That's to it. make the world a better place and look at us and look at the wonderful things we do. Like, stop it with your political activism. It, I, I cannot stand it. But Stay out of politics. They don't get the go woke, go broke. Look what happened to dicks. Every company, look what, what was the other one? other oh. one that had real financial problems after they did it i i don't know it would i mean great i stopped using i stopped using dove deodorant because <laughs> dove decided to get into the what bathroom people can use oh like yeah. legit i'm a grown woman if i go into the bathroom and i see somebody come out who's fully trying to look like a woman and i know is probably a dude and isn't being disgusting I'm never going to say a word. I don't care. Right? Yes. I mean, when I was in my 20s, I used to go into the men's room during a conference or concert because the line was shorter. Who cares? Right? That's, yes. That's what. That's the smart move. That's the smart so, move. But I mean, for a company to make a commercial about guilting me about how I'm supposed to behave if I see a dude in a dress in my in my restroom, just no, I'm not buying it anymore. 
I'm not gonna like, be nudged. It's like they're actively making the problem worse by, totally. by getting up on their high horse and like preaching to me, here's what you should believe. It's like I don't care about that stuff to begin with. If that's what you want to do, go for it. But once like Sprite goes, here's how you should live your life, admire that like no, I'm not no. Not, no. Now well, you, I don't let I children tell me that. what to do to start with. <laughs> it's, oh like, my goodness. It's just, the adults are in charge, believe it or not. And here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. I want to know when normal people everywhere will just look at this and go, no. I don't want boys competing against my daughter when my daughter's worked her butt off in a sport. No, a biological man can't be a woman. And no, we should not be doing medical experimentation on children. Knock it off. You saw the uh, the South Park clip, right? I put it at the. Uh, did. I did. Now they're transphobic. I put it up. I put it up at theloftestparty.com if you guys want to go check it out. But it's it's great if you haven't seen it. There's this reporter and he's at the the strong woman games uh, and he's interviewing a female athlete. And now you understand that there's a. You know, a transgender is going to be, you know, competing against you. And she's like, that's fine. I salute that. More power. Girl power. And I welcome Karen with open arms. <laughs> and then well, they got to be a Karen, right? They, I just made that up. I don't know if it's Karen or not. And then they introduced like Karen or Linda, whoever. And it's Randy Macho Man Savage. I'm going to destroy. And that is the great joke. That is the great it joke. It is. It's a variation. It is. It's the variation of the joke that I've been doing on stage now for a few, a few months. But it's just so much better with the Randy Macho Man visual. Dude, Go to theloftestparty.com the and check that out if you haven't seen it. But that's they, uh, it's coming. In MMA, the first dude who was now a woman who was a guy like four days before like, literally broke the orbital orbital socket of this really tough woman. Oh, it's, it, it, we're, 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 we're different. We're different. I know. And, and so, I don't, like, I don't understand why saying that is all of a sudden controversial. <laughs> listen, I, I go case by case, and I think I've even said it on this show before. Like, if you're, if you're a, a woman and you want to be a firefighter, that's great. But I just need you to be so strong you can carry my unconscious ass down a ladder three or four flights. Like, you have to carry me. You have to be able to do that. And I'm not a big dude. I'm not a big dude. No. Like, if, listen, uh, uh, yes, the, the test. We're... I could probably roll you out the window, but I don't think I could carry you down on the ladder. Yeah. Just roll me off the top of the building. I'm just going to roll you out the window onto that big bumpy, like, big, like, you know, thing that they catch people with. Yeah. I can get that done. Um, the clowns down there holding onto it. I saw, I saw, like, just this random tweet the other day, and it's like, Marines interested in learning how to do co-ed basic training. Like, one of the SEALs who, like, killed Osama bin Laden, I can't remember which one, like, quoting and goes, no, really, they're not. Not Marines. Maybe the military leadership is, but Marines don't want that. It's uh, it's um, like, there was a great movie. Why would you do that? There was a great movie with with uh, Demi Moore a million years ago, where she becomes a Navy SEAL. Uh, it's actually a good movie. Uh, it might be called Navy GI SEAL. GI Jane. GI Jane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, GI Jane. It's 
not a not a bad flick. Not a but, but that's but that's what she her character gets pissed off about. She's like, no, I need to be able to do this stuff that the dudes do, and if you right. can do it, welcome aboard. I got exactly. no beef with you, and you're not going to change my mind with a sprite commercial with some kid wearing glitter wing. I'm like, I had, I might have to do a video on the like, uh, on the legit. sprite commercial. I'm legit gonna get banned from Twitter if this stuff with like seven year olds keeps up. That's uh, that, all I want to say is, is you know who else let medical experiments happen on children? Goebbels. He did a lot of that. It's you're an authoritarian movement who's doing ridiculous things. You need to be shut down. It's uh, it's really it's uh, it's like that Munchausen by proxy thing. Oh, I know. know where you oh, I had you, twin you make boys. sure I really wanted a boy and a girl. Yeah, you make sure yeah. that the kid is sick so much that you get attention in mm-hmm. uh, Munchausen by proxy. And with this whole thing, oh, my kid, no, my, my five-year-old is really a girl. I, I know he was born with this, but he's, and that's, uh, it's, uh, it's not funny. It's, 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 it's gross and it's sad oh. and I feel, I feel bad for the kids. And listen, well, and I'll babies, say this publicly too. Babies, it, really? Babies. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even know what you're talking about. We're going to use they and their as my child's pronoun so that they can choose their own gender. Like till age what? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm I'm not in favor. And they call them them fabies. I'm like, okay, guys, there's actual science that says baby boy brains, baby girl brains develop differently. So by the time they exit, they're boys and girls. <laughs> Jesse oh. Waters had Jesse Waters had on this woman named Owl that uh, was living in San Francisco, what? and yeah, she's like I, I think she's originally from Iceland, but now she lives and it's a it's a guy, and now it's now it's a she's a, she's a girl, and she goes by the name Owl, uh, and just uh, like. Whoa, pink is not for girls and blue is not for boys. And it was just very, it was just very uh, disheartening. It was very, it was very disheartening. Didn't the whole like color thing evaporate in the 80s? I remember all kinds of guys wearing pink shirts. Well, that's, it's like, yeah, with with fashion, you know, it it all comes and goes. But she's like, don't put these. Don't put these gender rules on. And it's like, no one's saying there's gender rules, but it's like, good Lord, the vast majority of little kids, a little boy will will turn anything into a truck or a gun. I don't know why. It's just what they do. Uh, I find it. Little girls will rock almost any inanimate object to sleep. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So, uh, yeah, Owl was a trip. Al was a trip. I'm hoping to. I I'm thought you were going to tell me she was like trans species. Who knows? Uh, the, Can the she whole, fly? <laughs> uh, she's probably sponsored by by Sprite. As, oh as, God! As, as, as far as I know, um, like, I here's actually some saw that facts. commercial. Like when I watched that commercial, I was literally dumbstruck when it was over. I just like sat there for five minutes, going, "What is happening?" It it's that kind of it, it's that kind of commercial. And at one point, the kid is all uh, the kid. The one of the 
he's all dressed up in his green or purple wig and his metallic wings and his and it looks like uh there was a famous murder in New York back in the 90s some club kid killed his club kid lover and it's like this whole underground and I'm like but the kid's all dressed up in the commercial and goes down the landing and like looks up at grandma as if to say thank you for helping me put this fabulous outfit together and then I keep thinking Jeffrey was never seen again it was just like I was waiting for the dung dung of law and order it, it well, just, I just I just sit there going good god the drag community is like notorious right for just you know, completely mindless sex and drugs. They're like the ones that have the ketamine, right? Like the vet tranquilizers. That's their yeah. thing in the clubs. And grandma's just going to be waving at Johnny as he goes out in his mermaid? I don't think so. Exactly. That's a it's dangerous like, place. Do, Can we have do, a chat? <laughs> and to deny, and to deny that reality of like, wow, there he goes, my little 18-year-old. All dressed up and ready to <laughs> ready to go to the club for his first time to have like to get roofied and just left in an alley. It's just it's exactly. <laughs> and yes, we're making generalizations. Read the stories. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you give him a sprite. That's when you give him a sprite. <laughs> when the cops come and like, hey, can you identify? Any of the attackers? I, I, I'll look at a lineup. I'm so thirsty. Well, would, yeah. you, would you like a you got a little dry mouth, Johnny? Yeah. Do, you have, do you have one with cranberry? Mmm, that's delicious. Ah, uh, that's, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. And if we oh had the God. means, that's the commercial we should make. That's the commercial we should make the part two. Part two. Speaking of part twos. Uh, Johnny this goes home on ketamine and Grandma gives him a Sprite. Yes. But how was it? It was magical. I felt like I wasn't even a human anymore. I was oh a completely God, I... sexual being, just being passed around for these five guys' pleasure. It was what I always... Wow. Grandma's so proud. Oh, and then, and then you got the uh, Latino dad in the car going, that's my boy. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, was just tearing up just a little bit. You didn't catch it? Oh yeah, he was getting misty eyed because misty eyed. He, he knew proud. it was proud. yeah. It was my proud it's proud free. It's free. Here's a little, uh, just a couple hot tips for you as we round the the, the home stretch here uh, for all those be- the, the the people because you might you might be at work uh, uh, later on in the week and people will be horrified by oh what they did to that ambassador what they did to that ambassador. You need to know this. You need to know that. Uh, Obama fired all of the Bush appointed ambassadors. He fired one. all of them. Yes, and it's standard operating. It's standard operating procedure, and perhaps mm-hmm. that's what Trump should have done from Jump Street. Uh, is just said, oh, hey, so. if you were appointed uh, by Barack Obama, uh, go ahead and submit your resignation because you know there's a new ambassador in town. So that's. That's it. And and this woman, uh, that whole thing where they have to turn her into this tender flower, where I guess she was, she cried. She cried during the closed door testimony. Because I, so I guess now women don't have to be strong. Uh, they can be weak and they're easily intimidated by factual tweets. And uh, when you're not, and when you're not, 
you're trash, according to a bunch of right-wing conservatives, and I use that term loosely, about Elise Stefanik. But the other thing I'll tell you about, um, like, my plan, I just want Secretary Pompeo to go put, like, a bomb in the middle of the State Department and tell everybody and have them run out and then lock the doors. You all can't come back in. Oh, so you want him to call in a threat? I want him, yeah, I want him to call in a threat so that they think the entire place is going to be bombed, everybody runs out, and he locks the doors and doesn't let a single one of them back in until we get this all figured out. Well, that's one, that's one way to do it. That's... I want them all gone. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, we, we gotta stay active, we gotta stay active and, uh, and entertaining want... and make our side... I want every NGO, every State Department NGO defunded. I no longer want some dude in Moldavia giving $5 million to a George Soros-funded NGO so that they can harass the government there and then just disappear because there's n- because when he got caught doing it, he just went somewhere else in the State Department. He just couldn't be the ambassador anymore. No, it's, they all need to go. I'm not even kidding. There was the guy, there was the two dudes who who were like in front of Adam Schiff's mock jury thing, his high school trial work. Uh, these two guys that, that testified, and the one guy who had the bow tie and the water bottle, uh, I think his name was Hunt. But anyway, uh, his, opening, his opening statement, whatever his name was, it, it, it ultimately yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, oh, my, the science guy, basically. His his opening statement is like I come from a from three generations of public servants, and I'm like you are, then you are totally fired. You are totally fired. Like that. Sorry, y'all been in it too long. Right, three <laughs> generations. You need to work at McDonald's, son. You need, you need to a go to a real job for real. You can't. I'm, I'm a legacy. Like what the hell? Like I think. I think we're all supposed to be like, oh, isn't that adorable and awesome? Oh, he's I'm gotta a, be telling the truth. My family's been sucking the government's dick since 1800. We've been... <laughs> 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 That's, I'm not impressed with that. I'm no, not impressed you know what else that. I'm not impressed with? Hmm. Everybody crying over Marie Ivanovich or whatever, okay? Who... Still has a full-time salary from the State Department and does not one lick of work there because she's on sabbatical at Georgetown. Well, that is that is the deep state. That is no, the, the no, very no, thi- no, 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 no. Don't tell me I'm wrong because I'm right. I know you're right, but no, this shouldn't. So happen. why would you say no? That's a very you're giving me very mixed signals. Because this shouldn't happen. No, 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 no. That's my tax dollars. This is why we won't get Social Security. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Here's another fun little nugget that I wrote down that I wanted to tell our listeners about. If you look at, like, but, like, this is the thing. This is, you know, oh, you can say, oh, she worked for a Republican. She worked for a Democrat. And, oh, la, 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 la. And, and like, that's not a wonderful thing. That's not a wonderful thing. No, These people who, and it's, like, uh, appointments like this and lower any kind of like federal employee and you get those perks and you got that job and you got that vacation time and you can't get fired. And like they are, I, I believe, the largest employee uh, employer in, in America now. 
Like everybody yeah. goes, oh, it's it's Walmart. No, it's the freaking federal government. Mm-hmm. And these people, that's the deep state, in my opinion. All of them. And and here's a little nugget for your next cocktail party or, or for your Thanksgiving dinner. When they, they looked at the who donated to who. Uh, they just This is just federal employees. Who donated to who in the 2016 election? And 95% of the, of the federal employees who donated uh, to a political campaign, 95% went to Hillary Clinton. They're, they're, they're donating to the campaign that's going to keep the gravy train going. And, when, and like the odds, the odds against Trump are just staggering. They're staggering. Everybody wants that dude to fail. They all want him to fail. Oh, of course. Of course. And I totally get that. But here's what I think personally. And I'm going to some secret meetings this week, so I'll 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 have more deets. Good. Yeah, yeah. We're in the undisclosed location, except to a select email list. Yeah. Oh, we don't I, I thought we were going to get more. I thought we were going to get more details. Um, well, they're all they're it's it, it, women for Trump. Hmm. Hmm. Good. 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 Yeah, I like so it. I'm going to two events this week, and I, I, I'm just to the point where I'm totally out in public with it. Um, you're you not going to. to shame me. You're not going to intimidate me. You're not going. You're just not going to because you don't have an argument other than he tweets bad stuff. Okay, it, it really does so boil do down I. to that. It so do really I. does boil down to that. Okay, I got to sneak in a little bit because we promised it up front. Yep. Uh, a little bit of uh, Mandalorian. It's a hard shift, but it, it's important to me. Therefore, it's important to the show. Uh, Can I ask my question to get you started? Yeah, go for it. Lead me in. So some people are saying there's actually a small, cute character that is now more important than the Porg. Oh my goodness! Well, here's are are you watching the show? No, because I don't. I didn't buy the Disney streaming service because I'm 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 not on that rotation yet. Ah, well, do, ah. this this would be a well, I, I guess it is a, a a spoiler. But here's the Mandalorian. If you guys haven't seen it, it's pretty much uh, Clint Eastwood's character from those spaghetti westerns, the man with no name. It really is, and this is okay. what John. So what you do with someone like that, he's a bounty hunter uh, working in the outer rim of the galaxy. And, you know, and it's after the New Order has or as the uh, ooh, hold on, stand by, stand by. Hello. Holy smoke. What? Hello. We gotta, we gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. They're gonna be here in fifteen minutes. People are gonna think you're talking about law enforcement or something. He's <laughs> guys, he's I'm, I'm having, I'm having some furniture. <laughs> so now I really gotta wrap. So uh, it, it's, it's he's a bounty hunter. Uh, he's a loner, and we get little flashbacks to you know what happened to his people and all that. It's all great. It's all wonderful. Uh, and now he has, and what you do uh, with a loner. Uh, a guy who only cares about himself, you know, for good drama, you have to s- saddle that character with someone who's helpless, you know, in the Clint Eastwood movies, it's always, you know, the villagers or help us help our town. And then he ends up caring about someone and has to stay and actually help the town. So that's what our hero 
uh, in in the Mandalorian. That's what he's. So they're they're doing that. They're doing a, a pretty good job of it. The cast is good. Cinematography is good. Yada yada yada. But here's what really struck me last night, and I'm going to write an article about it uh, this afternoon uh, for theloftestparty.com, or maybe I'll do an exclusive video for theloftestparty.com. There's nothing new. It really strikes me like George Lucas. Now, he wasn't the artist. He hired artists, and he'd go, ooh, that's a cool-looking spaceship. Ooh, that's a cool-looking outfit. Ooh, that's a cool-looking uniform. The world that George Lucas put together, just by him picking it, ooh, that's what stormtroopers should look like. Ooh, Darth Vader, that looks scary. That kind of stuff. He has a much better eye. There's no one at Disney. All the spaceships, we've seen... We've seen all of them. There's nothing, and it's and it, it's one of the other things that bugs me about Star Wars as well. Like, where's the new stuff? They should just hire. They should just hire George Lucas, and as long as he wants to do it, just have him pick the ships, pick the outfits, everything new. Like the only the only cool thing that I can think of from this new Star Wars trilogy is they had that one stormtrooper who was all in silver. You know, ooh, the the chrome store. And then she didn't do crap. And that was a giant turd in a punch bowl. But like, we need cool stuff. That's the that's the only thing that's missing from the from the the Mandalorian for me so far. And the music. The music is a swing and a miss. But they need new cool stuff. But it's a Let, good story. It is a good story. And uh and I think it'll only it'll it'll only get better. And thank goodness, uh, I think John Favreau and the team that he put together, uh, they're doing a wonderful job. All right, I got to bounce. Anything I, else worth it on that service? I don't, nothing original. I mean, if you have, if you have kids, uh, I watched the Jeff Goldblum show last night. And Jeff uh-huh. Goldblum, is, he's a very entertaining guy. He's an odd bird. He's a strange cat. And I watched, he did a show about sneakers, and I watched episode two, which was about ice cream. And I really didn't learn anything. Uh, but, and Were Jeff you Gold, entertained? Mildly. I was mildly okay. entertained by, by I thought that. They were supposed to, I thought they were supposed to have the Scarlet Witch and Loki's shows on there, too. No, those are coming. Those are coming. Oh, I know, and, they, I know they're coming, but that's, that's when I'll, like, sign up for Disney, because Loki's what I care about, and then I'll watch the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we'll I'll, I'll keep giving you guys updates. This Sunday is the taping of the Fox Nation special. If you're nice. in the greater, if you're in Chicago land or anywhere nearby, it's the Chicago Improv. This one is in Schaumburg. Uh, it's going to be myself, Brian Hayner, Reno Collier. Uh, it's going to be a great, fun, fun night. Come out, do that thing. We will talk to you guys next time at the Loftus Party Podcast.